Welcome to the Career Zone podcast, where we talk about important things that are on students' minds. I'm your host, Ray, and this week I'm here as part of Global Entrepreneurship Week to talk to a guest who's a graduate who in no way thought of themselves as being entrepreneurial. So we'll see what sense we can make of that. Here I've got today with me Ash. Ash, do you want to tell me a bit about who you are and what you did when you were at Exeter? Hi, I'm really happy to be here with you. I graduated from Exeter in 2018 with a bachelor's in Arabic and Spanish. And I'm here today to talk about how I set up a charity with my husband while I was still a student at uni, why I did that, how it happened, and whether I considered myself to be an entrepreneur in doing that. Thank you. Yeah, so talking about enterprise and entrepreneurial thinking and you're absolutely not a business student. No. Um, <laughs> so that's um, sometimes different to what people are expecting to um, hear when we're on this kind of topic. So you started this charity while you were actually at Exeter. Can you tell me a bit about how that came about? Yeah, so because I was doing a languages degree, I did a year abroad in my second year and I did that in Jordan where my husband was involved in various charitable activities. He was feeling really disempowered in his life there in Jordan. He was there as a refugee from Syria. And as such, he wasn't allowed to hold a job or do various things that citizens of Jordan could do. And he really found a purpose in helping other people and um, giving his time to support more vulnerable people uh, even though he was in a pretty vulnerable situation himself and he decided that he wanted to take it further and of course I was going to support him in any way I could and registering a, a charity in the UK to have a kind of legal basis for what we were doing was just the next practical logical step for us it was something that I was doing to support someone that I cared about in doing something that they really cared about Yeah, well, that's quite a story. And it sounds like something that you didn't necessarily see coming at all. (laughs) No, definitely not. Um, I'm really not a managerial, uh, directorial kind of person. (laughs) I don't really have a head for finances and that kind of thing. But um, my name is the only one on the charity documents. I'm I'm the registered director. I'm the sole person responsible for the bank account. Setting all that stuff up wasn't particularly difficult more just took a long a long time and a lot of patience and uh, the ability to just dig down into the details and, and read the fine print it was definitely manageable as someone who had no experience in that kind of thing when I looked up the definition of entrepreneurial or, or entrepreneur most of the definitions I found were to do with starting a business to make profit and assuming the risks that come along with that mm. and obviously this isn't a for-profit business but I have assumed risks in the sense that my name is on all the deeds. If something were to go wrong, it would all be on my shoulders. And I definitely didn't see myself taking on a responsibility like that while I was still a student. It was, uh, it took a while to get used to the idea, but to be honest, in day-to-day life, it doesn't, it doesn't weigh on me at all. It's just an extra thing that I have to think about and plan and make time for. And you did that alongside your studies when you were a student and then you've done it alongside work and things since you've graduated. Yes. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. To be honest, 
When I say I started a charity, I mean the the work, the actual charitable work was going on before we registered. All I did was make it sort of official by giving us uh, a registered business number in the UK. You know, we would, my husband and I would still be doing this work with or without a registration. This was just something to to help us along the way. That's great. And so it's made this work be more possible in a more sort of formal capacity in some way. Yeah, it's opened doors, like um, allowing us to apply for funding from other organisations and gaining the trust of, of other projects and other people who are, who are working in the same field, really. Yeah. That's great. And it might be nice for people to hear a bit about what it is that actually happens in, in this work what, and yeah, supporting people. Of course. So the charity is called Acting for Change International. Most of our activities take place in Jordan and we've done some work in Syria as well. So in Jordan, we support uh, Syrian refugees and low-income Jordanians. A lot of people who are sort of on top of the news about Syria and the refugee crisis in Jordan have heard of Zaatari Refugee Camp, which is a huge refugee camp in Jordan, fairly near the border. But very few people know about Zaatari Village, which is a small village a few miles away from the camp. You can see the camp from the village. And the Syrians who live there are Bedouin people mostly, who just couldn't accept the idea of living in a in a, an official camp where you are told what to do and how to live and how to make your own house and the rules that you want to live by. They're used to living out in the desert and being self-reliant, so they chose to live outside the camp in this village and they receive very little support from charitable organisations and NGOs. So we've done food distributions in Ramadan, clothing distributions, especially in the winter... We have a education centre now that we built in Zatari village where we not only provide classes for about uh, 70 children in Arabic, maths and English, we also host women's projects there, we have a sewing project, we have an adult literacy project. We've also sent clothes and food across the border into Argoban camp in Syria, which is in a sort of no man's land that again has been very neglected and help to establish a school for the children there. We'd like to expand and and do work in the UK as well. Uh, That's something that we've thought about quite a lot, but at the moment we've got enough on our plates (laughs) in in Jordan and Syria. Wow, that sounds like such amazing work, and I'm sure you're making a really big difference to a lot of people's lives through that work that you're doing. So really incredible, and that it's carried on in in this way and that you're still so, Mm. um, so connected to it. Yeah. So I suppose what I'm wondering now is in terms of any students who are, you know, back where you were a few years ago Mm -hmm. at Exeter, maybe passionate about something, caring about something, not quite knowing what to do with that or what advice would you have? I think I would advise people to try and rid yourself of the notion that to be an entrepreneur means you are a um, you're a business person with an office and a team and and you know exactly what you're doing and you've got you've got everything planned out and sorted that that doesn't have to be the case you can just start from literally nothing and build something that you want to build that that you care about and that you're passionate about you don't need to change you don't need to be a different kind of person you can be just you and you can do this thing that you're dreaming about 
Well, that is some inspiring advice. Thank you so much for joining us and um, yeah, sharing your experience. And I'm, I'm almost inspired to go off and <laughs> start something now. I'm so glad to hear that. You're very welcome. So thanks for coming along. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, we'll keep an eye and look forward to updates and how it's all going. For any um, any other people who are listening, if anyone else has got stories about things you've started up or things you think you want to, and then remember that you got inspired from listening to this episode, then you know let us know. We'd love to hear about it. If you hashtag CareerZone podcast on anything on um, social media at UOE CareerZone, we'd be really thrilled to hear from you. So I think that was it. Bye from me. Bye from Ash. Bye. And that was the Career Zone podcast. You can follow us on Spotify, iTunes. You can, you know, keep track of all of our regular releases and things. So thanks for listening. <laughs>